0: Welcome back to the podcast, you are listening to Let It Out with me, I'm your host, Katie Delbout, and I have been hosting this podcast since 2013, it's the greatest thing I've ever done, I usually interview really fascinating, creative people and talk to them for a very long time, but today, I'm the one in the hot seat, I'm the one being interviewed by my fascinating friend, Sasha Jones who has been on the podcast before. We recorded this just about a week ago in her apartment in the East Village. You'll hear all about that. We decided maybe a couple years ago that every year on my birthday week, I would catch up with you guys on an episode where I would be the one talking more, doing more of the talking. Although I talk a lot in the interviews. Anyway, I talk a lot in this episode, so I'll just leave it there. I'll talk to you at the end. I hope you like this episode. I announced something that I've been working really hard on for the last couple months and just give a lot of life updates. I hope you like it. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you in part by something I use and love called Acuity Scheduling. It's like a personal assistant for your schedule, only better. With Acuity Scheduling, people can quickly view your calendar in real time and from your availability, select the date and time that works best for them to meet with you. They can even pay in advance if they're booking a session with you and they can cancel or reschedule on their own without having to clog your inbox. With Acuity, you can instantly schedule with real-time availability, meaning no double bookings and no more wasted time. You can set up automatic confirmations and reminders, and what I love most is that you can customize the colors and add your logo, everything looks super sharp. To try it out, you can get an extended 45-day trial when you sign up totally for free at acuityscheduling.com slash let it out. To get that 45-day free trial, go to acuityscheduling slash let it out. This week's episode is supported by something called Fit Fab Fun. It's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but has a value for over $200. I don't even know how they do that, but that's amazing. And if you use the coupon code let it out, that's let it out, you can get $10 off your first box, which you'll find at www.fitfabfun.com. I think it's a really interesting concept. It's really cool. This Fit Fab Fun box feels like Christmas four times a year when it comes in the mail, and the products include everything from makeup to candles, accessories, self-care products like a massage roller, travel products, beauty finds. It's really great and you can customize the products, add on what you want each season. It's different and it's a surprise. And the thing that I really love is the membership also includes access to Fit Fab Fun TV, which has a variety of workouts and meditations that you can do anywhere and I love that because I love to do workout videos at home. I think it's so much fun and I really like fit fab fun and I think you guys will too. Just check it out. Again, you can get ten dollars off your first box by using the code LETITOUT at checkout. That's Let It Out. And the items include everything from tart makeup, which is a natural makeup line I like, Juice Beauty, which you know I also really love. There's so many great things in there. It's really fun and I think you guys will really like it. Thanks, FitFab Fun. drinking? All right, we are uh, well.
1: It's one of my random throw together blends, but I love that. Uh, there is ashwagandha, turmeric, black pepper, and shisandra berries, and I steeped that for about an hour and a half with a very slow simmer, and then I added red clover and peppermint. And it's very random. Taste it is the peppermint, but. loads of red clover. Red red clover is really nutritious.
0: What's what's red clover? I've never heard of red clover, or
1: I don't know any of the benefits. Red clover is just very nutritious and nourishing, and it grows everywhere. It's like a weed. Cool. You know, weeds tend to be, they grow so crazily that they're gonna be good for you. (laughs) Isn't that they're so, I don't know. They, you can't, they win. You don't win. You're trying to get rid of red clover. Or any weeds like that. They're always Ah. going to be the winners. (laughs) So I like to think of that as their strength, you know. Yeah. Did you get
0: your herbs at Mountain Rose Herbs or at Flower Power in our neighborhood?
1: Mostly I buy them from Mountain Rose Herbs, Uh but they sell Mountain Rose products Uh, at the food co op. So I mostly buy them there. Oh, cool. The prices are pretty much the same as buying them online without the shipping. I've been going to Flower Power a lot. I love Flower Power too. I do love it. I it's like a, to it's get quite a little bit more expensive. Is it? So I, you know, if you if I'm buying small quantities, I'll go to Flower power. Yeah, but I'm always buying small yeah. quantities. And it's such a lovely shop and I do I just like to go in
0: there. And I like to get on the ladder and I like to like, I know. do like, <laughs> things and everyone working there kinda looks like Stevie Nicks. Like just a little bit. <laughs> do you notice that? Like it like might be all be witches. And yeah. speaking of watching movies on planes, I meant to tell you this. So this is maybe an interesting thing for the hopefully this is interesting for the podcast. And if anyone follows me on Instagram, they already know this. I on the flight, I took the red eye back from LA a couple in March, and I'd never seen the movie Practical Magic. I heard you talking about it.
1: I have seen it, but I don't really remember it. But it's like I am obsessed with this movie. You made me want to watch it again. Let's you? watch it together. Let's watch it this summer together.
0: It was so good. I just sat there. It was like, okay. So before we started recording, Sasha was telling me that she watched When Harry Met Sally, another favorite movie. My roommate in college and I broke the DVD of it because we watched it so often. It's her favorite movie.
1: Oh wow! Which is the thing you can do with? I the feel DVD. like it should be on VHS though. Somehow not DVD. <laughs> it should be. It should be.
0: Anyway, it's yeah. it's such a good movie, and we were talking about, before we started recording, how it really stands the test of time. So yeah. if you haven't watched it, or even if you have, watch it again. Yeah. And Practical Magic was a delight. I was talking about it, like, over lunch with some... With Lacey Phillips mentioned it. Like, we had lunch when she was in town, and she was... I don't even know... Oh, she was doing a road trip, like, up through, like, Salem, and, like... Uh, In like Uh, Massachusetts. Which country? Yeah, which country. And so she mentioned it because I guess the author, I think it's Alice Hoffman, who Mm -hmm. wrote the book Practical Magic, has a new novel out. Okay. That Carolina, our friend, soon to be podcast guest, she said was really good. And so I was like, well, I should watch this movie first. And I loved it. It was just
1: such a delight. Uh, It It was just like.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, our sisters.
1: I feel like the guy is Aidan Quinn, who I love.
0: Probably. He's very cute. Yeah. And then it was weird because the next night was the Oscars.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Maybe it was that night. Yeah, it was that night while I was in the air. And then I was like posting all about it and some lovely listener sent me a video and it was Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock finding each other on the red carpet at the um, oh, yeah, at yeah, the Oscars, yeah. and being like, we were great sisters, and they were talking about it, and they hadn't seen each other in, like, years, and weirdly, <laughs> it was, like, the night I was walking oh, out of a plane. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't that cool? I it felt very that. magical, and it just, like, yeah. put me in such a good mood, and then I was listening to so much of the soundtrack, like, all, it's really good, and it's, like, that perfect portion of the 90s, where, like, oh. I just loved their style, and, like, lots of chokers, and bangs and yeah i (laughs) have have to watch it again (laughs) yeah it was a delight Ah.
1: so here we are on your birthday almost birthday annual annual episode and you're almost one year living in new york i know it's so weird this time last
0: year i we recorded this we were just talking before this where we both were i was very sick we'll put the link to that episode in the show notes so if people haven't heard it they can go back but I'm with my dear, dear friend and second mom and multiple time... We should do another podcast episode with you where I interview you. I'd sure. like to do that again this fun. summer in yeah. person because we've never recorded one in person. No, never. This is this first the first time. time. <laughs> wow. But anyway, last year we did this over Skype. You were at your house upstate. I was very sick, which people can hear Yeah. in the episode and this is a much upgraded version we're sipping tea we're looking at each other <laughs> it's great
1: and you were really in an anticipating mood right you were just like getting excited about moving mm-hmm. to new york we didn't really know what that was actually going to mean and yeah so that's like um so I, guess, I, was... I feel like that's a good place to to kick off really is like yeah. how do you feel different Because I notice you as being a lot different. Really? And I'd love to hear like how you Wait, I want to hear yours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've noticed it mostly in the podcasts. Yeah. And I must say in person? I think it's partly in person, but I think it's more than that. Yeah. I think that you have really changed and grown and into since since I've known you especially. Yeah. Like you've just blossomed and become more confident and you're your conversations are deeper and there's just there's just a blossoming that's happened that I think especially in the last year obviously it's happened as an organic process over the time you've been running the podcast but in the past year I have noticed you just like it's it's magical it's like watching spring it's like the magnolia tree and you're just coming into your into your own I would say and
0: magic that's like that's been my word this year I feel like I've been saying magical so much and i want things to feel magical and i want and nick will be like what does that even mean and and i don't
1: even really know but i just i like the feeling of that word i think that's exactly it i don't think you're supposed to exactly be able to describe what magical feels like yeah
0: yeah and that's what like new york for me has felt like and i can't really explain it and it's funny that you say that because i do feel like i've i don't know if i've I feel like my entire 20s have been this, I say this all the time, but it's like a second adolescence that no one really tells you about, and Mm -hmm. you're just changing so quickly in Mm -hmm. your 20s. And now that I'm coming to the end of them, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure every decade's like that. I'm sure my 30s I'll change a ton more, but I I think there's so many, this was such a big growth year for me because I'd never, I'd never lived out of the state that I grew up in. Right. And I didn't. I knew it was going to be a big deal for me. It's not for everyone. Like, it's not a big deal for everyone. Like, my my best friend, Katie, moved here right after college. And it was, you know, it was a change. But I think because she did it so much younger, it was a totally different experience. And for me, I think it did did grow me in ways that I wasn't expecting. Just, like, being not a drive from my family. Being, you know, having to navigate things and figure things out and yeah, it's, I've never been more sure that I made like the right choice than I have been
1: with moving to New York. Mm, What a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's cool. And it's, it's weird. Like, you know, I do gratitude like a lot of us do. Mm -hmm. And it's the first thing I always think about or I write down or that I appreciate lately is just, I always wanted to do this. Ever since that you met me, like, I was always like, oh, it's so cool you live in New York. Wish I could. Like, I just, yeah, I, I did something that I've always wanted to do. And if I hadn't done, I would have always wondered. And I don't think New York is for everyone. I don't think everyone has to leave the state they grew up in. I don't think any of these things are for everyone. But for me, I had to do
1: it. Yeah, You know? I think probably the greater message for other people would be, like, what is the, your thing yeah. that you have to do and do it? and it's, Yeah, exactly. Know. Maybe that's yeah.
0: travel. Maybe yeah. that's a job thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a relationship thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And for me, there were, like, so... Of course, with anyone with, like, a big shift or transition or whatever, I'm sure there's, there's obstacles. And, you know, I feel like I had a bunch. Like, I was in... I am still in a relationship in Michigan. So, like, I went from being in person with someone to being in a long distance relationship at the same time like I had you know friends and I had my family and I had you know obviously like all the changes that come with just moving to a new place logistically and then financially like Mm -hmm. it's triple the cost and and going from having a car to not having a car which ended up being my favorite part I think of moving is is walking everywhere and where we live it's so easy to do that it was such a great neighborhood to land we live in the east village yeah um it's i just feel like this neighborhood and that was kind of a magical thing about it too is because this room that we're sitting in and your place is the place that i came the most in the last five years so i feel like i knew this neighborhood the most of anywhere else and i kind of said so many times to you, I was like, oh, it will be so great. I'll never find a spot in the East Village. Like, there's no way I'll ever be able to live here. I'll definitely be in Brooklyn and, you know, which would have been fine and would have yeah. been great. And, like, I'm sure it would have, you know, and maybe someday it will. But this is where I really wanted to be. And this is where I first wanted to be and where I wanted to land because it would be most comfortable for me because I knew it even slightly. Yeah, for sure. And then I could kind of, like, move out from there and, like, know the rest of the city and... Um, so it's just magical that I wrote that down, and that's what I, you know, manifested, Absolutely. and that's like it yeah. just all worked out in a way that I, back of you know a year ago, I was calling you like, where should I live, and these are my options, and what yeah. do you think, and and it it worked out, and here I
1: am. Right. Well, do you think there are things that haven't been what you expected in either positive or negative, like that you were expecting New York to be a certain way, and then oh, it has that's surprised such a good you. That's such a good question, because I feel like I've only thought
0: about it in the positive. Mm -hmm. What has surprised me
1: that, um... I mean, it could be either way, but you just weren't expecting it to be. Okay,
0: well, the positives are, and I will, I don't, I haven't listened to our conversation from last year, but I'm sure this was a theme. I was terrified
1: of... The subway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm
0: so great at it now. Today I had to go to Greenpoint, I took the L to the G, and I'm just like, I'm figuring it
1: out. And the L and G are not easy trains, really. Look at See? me. You're so. Good. I mean, you
0: were a great teacher. Also, I have my phone.
1: Well, that's helpful too. But yeah, yeah. It's. Just, I don't know how
0: like... people moved to New York without phones. I don't know how you did it.
1: You, well, they didn't exist, so it wasn't like I was like oh, I wish if if I had a phone it would be so much easier. You just well, you didn't do even know yeah. what that was. Exactly. But I think that. I remember also being, I think I might have told you this, that when I first came here, we, me and my friends were like, well, we're never going to go on the subway. Because <laughs> we were told that it was so dangerous and yeah. so scary. And and the trains were different back then. Yeah. But we just were never going to. And then we realized that we would never be able to do anything. Yeah. So it's like, so then you you go on a train because you're going to a party or whatever. and Yeah. Like a, so I think.
0: And it, that's been good for me with the podcast is, hosting it in person
1: yeah you've been and everywhere right? yeah, yeah. It,
0: it, it that forces me to by myself go a lot of places because when I'm going somewhere I'll, with friends I'm usually with friends and they've every all my friends have lived r- longer than I have or are just better with directions than uh-huh. I am. so when other people navigate even when I'm with Nick he always just navigates even though he doesn't even live here and I, I'm bad at paying attention me too I always follow I'm a follower right so then <laughs> It's, it's good to do the podcast because I always am by myself when I'm going to do that. So that's been a good thing that wherever I've gone to, like, really far away in Brooklyn, I've gone uptown, I've gone to the Upper West Side, I've gone really low downtown and Wall Street. And and so I, that's been good for me. Like, that was a, a good way to land here last summer, especially. Like, I've recorded so many, and I just said yes. To, and that was the other thing. Mm. Like, I just said yes to everything. Mm. that and And now, kind of where I am, like... After the winter, coming off of saying yes to everything, I got really burnt out mm. in March. And I also had a ton of travel in March. And we haven't seen each other a well, while, so this is a good catch-up. But mm. I tell you I was in the hospital in March?
1: Um, did you have kidney stones or something? Yeah. 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 Again. Oh, gosh. Oh. So that Again? Was like, oh, man. Yeah.
0: So that was, like, a, a weird, bummer, freak yeah. thing.
1: Oh. And
0: then... Last week, I was in ready care. I should be wearing a sling. I fell in the Denver airport, and I have a hairline fracture oh no. in my arm. <laughs> oh, my God. It's actually okay. Or it's a, it's actually not a, it's a contusion, which is, a, like, a fancy word for an internal bruise. Whoa. But I, d- I think it's my body and being, like, I'm, I'm rushing, I'm doing too much at once, and yeah. I was saying yes to everything, which was really good and served me, but now I need to, like, not say yes to everything and have some – white space is really what I'm craving mm. so I think moving to a new city that that was really good and smart for me and maybe I'll get back into that season later but right now I, I we were both talking about this too before recording of both being in really busy time periods and how do, like maybe that'd be an interesting thing we could like just both kind of discuss I guess because we're both in these like how do you have self-care during really busy times like, how do you take care of yourself?
1: It's a work-in process for certain, because I know one of the things that I need most is good sleep and quality sleep and, and enough of it, and that's the thing that's most disturbed. Like, I wake myself up with anxiety dreams. And, we both did last
0: yeah. we We bonded <laughs> over that.
1: So I, I, I would say that it's definitely a work-in process, but I, I do know that there are essentials that just have to, to be in place, and that's always yoga. There always must be yoga for me, mm-hmm. and and it's hydration and good nutrition and and you know that that can vary and look different but keeping those things in in mind in the forefront yeah and 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 also my husband is just he's so so sweet and so graceful and great generous and kind that he's really helpful in that that he just brings me down Mm, just by listening and the his response to things always makes me realize that more of it is my anxious mind than the reality of things. Yeah. And that is super helpful. And that's really a very essential thing to help me balance. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we
0: talked about this on your birthday. We had like the best night celebrating your birthday. Mm-hmm. How Mike and Nick... We have very similar temperaments, you and I. Yeah. And I think it's it's not a coincidence that I feel like Mike and Nick have similar temperaments. We are even discussing that, like, (laughs) our family situations of you and I are very similar and then very different from, like, theirs. Yeah. Which is hilarious (laughs) and also makes sense. Right. You know, the people that we've found that are our people compliment us in a way.
1: Yeah. But I think that that's, there's a part of that that is about allowing it to happen because... Mm. Mm -hmm. I know when I first met Mike and it's been a while now, we've been together for almost 14 years, but I wasn't, I wasn't always allowing him to be helpful to me in that way in the beginning. because like, so I had been so used to being like, uh, yeah, you're making a face, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it took me a while to be able to, to say, okay, I can lean into this person and, you know, just growing into accepting beautiful relationships. And that's,
0: you know. How do you do that but not do that too much? Cause I feel like I don't know, I I, I lean into him a lot, mm-hmm. but then okay, so we kind of had a thing last night where he I feel things, you know, so up and down and he feels them more evenly. Mm-hmm. And I my feeling things so deeply can like trump his, uh, I'm trying to think of a different word, but yeah, like can overpower like him trying to, to tell me how he's feeling because I don't know if this question is making sense without like saying all the specifics, but I don't know. I feel like I, it's like a balance of allowing help uh, This this, two separate questions, I guess, mm-hmm. but allowing the help and not, um, not relying on it too much. So I'm like, okay with myself which i which I am like I don't mm-hmm. he doesn't even live in the same city as me like yeah. I'm obviously still like very independent I don't think i'm I don't think we're in a codependent thing but it's that balance of like it's he I wish he was here right now because he would articulate this perfectly and I'm struggling but it's that balance of like how when I need help just committing and being like yep I need help instead of me resisting resisting and then him helping me anyway and mm-hmm. then just being like, yeah, I do, you know? Instead of him being like, let me help you, let me help you. Not in these exact words. And me being, like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it, until I suddenly really don't. And right. then he really needs to swoop in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I could just allow it from the beginning, I think it'd be easier for everybody.
1: I think you answered your own question. Though. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit of it. It's just trusting that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And leaning into the person that loves you and that you adore and... and that that's okay, that's part of it, as long as it's a reciprocal thing and it's not that we're always asking for help and yeah. never wondering how they're doing, which I don't think either of us yeah. are doing that. No, I heard something
0: probably on a podcast about relationships where they were like, one person, if if one person is down, oh, speaking of, I think, <laughs> I think, I think the man of the hour. In, um, when one person's down, both people can't be down like someone always right. has to to pull up the it, it, and I've had that before Where it's like okay he's I can't be down too I'm gonna have to like get it together because yeah. I can tell that my partner isn't yeah so it's like knowing that I guess yeah and, and
1: I think it just organically happens it yeah Really does and it's a it's a practice and and just a little bit on relationships we just got back from Costa Rica and I really felt like we needed to have that trip uh, it felt like you know to do something nice before the busy season that I'm heading into, but also just for us to reconnect. Yeah. And I think that it's easy to think that you know, we have such a great relationship and we communicate a lot. We with we, we see each other a lot and all that, but that that you can go, it can be even better, and it, you can have even yeah. more. And there is not really like a limit to that. Mm-hmm. And I think you know even I'm. At this age and just in this length of relationship, it still is still learning that it can still be more and it can still be even more incredible if you allow that to happen. Mm. And sometimes that means going away for a few days, or sometimes it means just taking a few days at home yeah. and unplugging and stuff like that. But just to really look at each other in the eyes and and to ask each other how you're doing and just yeah. take walks and watch sunsets and yeah. you know, and and it's so it's so beautiful and I'm I'm just filled with so much gratitude and that it can just keep being beautiful because at my age a lot of people I know are splitting up Mm. Uh, you know it's that sort of midlife crisis that a lot of couples are having it doesn't have to be that way yeah you know so
0: that's really inspiring and Mm. and helpful to hear we kind of did a similar thing so we went to Sedona in March Mm. and just like a long weekend but it was really nice to... Every other time, we've we've never really taken a vacation together that wasn't a wedding. We had a couple of weddings this right. year, so like we went to Hawaii. We were but at that age. Yeah. We were in Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii for four <coughs> days, which is a long time. Like, three, really. Three and a half. And then we... Like, three of those days had wedding things. So it wasn't like we had any time together, even yeah. though we're in this, like, tropical paradise. Yeah. So that was... And then every other time we've taken trips together, it's been, like, he's here, I'm in Michigan. Or, like, so we have friends in all those places. And it was nice to be in a place where we didn't know anyone. Mm. So we, like, could only hang out with each other. And that was... I I, I recommend that to people who are in relationships. Like, instead of going to visit friends, because we have gone to visit friends, which is lovely, but it's a different thing. Because you're... And I love... I love a double date, and I love hanging out with a group of friends as much as the next guy, but it was special to, like, have all that time that was just us, because whenever we're in New York, I feel like we're doing something every night, and we don't have much time together, so,
1: yeah, I want to do that more. I agree. Usually, our trips are going to England, and because... Obvious, for obvious reasons and that we spend a lot of time we sleep in a different bed every night and we see a lot of friends and family and it's beautiful and I would never want to give yeah. that up but it's different yeah and to be able to just have this vacation which yeah. I craved so hard and and manifested it and we made it happen and it oh my goodness it's just yeah. one of the most healing things that I have received in a long time, and it just it I felt healed on a really Good. deep cellular level, and I recommend it to everyone in relationships. I'm so happy that you that it was as great as you wanted it to. Even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the photos
0: were. Uh, I loved seeing yeah. the photos. I felt like I was there okay. a little bit.
1: <laughs> Has New York changed you, or do you think like that? It's so hard. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Do you ever know if Do you ever feel change in yourself? I'm not sure and I, that was part of the question in fact yeah. that I was gonna get to because it's interesting because you record your conversation mm-hmm. so frequently and for yourself even could probably go back and, and study that. And yeah. for other people certainly. And for me just to have known you for this period yeah. of time, I have witnessed your change. But I don't I don't think I could say myself, like yeah from twenty three to twenty seven that I had I could remember my changes. Yeah. You just suddenly in it. but
0: I feel like the... I know the podcast has changed. Obviously, the topics have changed, the questions I ask. You know, it was... When I started it, it was really like a wellness show, essentially. Yeah. Like, I was talking to health coaches, and I was talking to yoga teachers, and I was talking to, you know, recipe developers and self help people exclusively. And, you know, those are peppered in now, but that's not the primary... Focus of the podcast anymore. It's much more diverse, which I love. And I was at, they're such a reflection of where I am in the moment.
1: Yeah. And what I care about in the moment. And
0: they still are. And so it's cool that I have this, you know, I grew up on the internet and these conversations. And, you know, what I was asked, that's why I really want to have you on again, because I know what I ask would be totally different. And we, you know, a lot of it is when you have someone on again. I've talked about your story and, you know, will be in that one and we don't need to do that again but also the questions I ask I'm, I know would be completely different mm-hmm. and there's a couple things that have stand the test of time like I still love talking about morning and evening routines like I think that's interesting and I'm a nosy person I feel like it is a question people like hearing I like asking it and other than that you know everything else is kind of shifted and changed because of what I'm curious about back then I was asking like how many chia seeds do you eat right, right, right. do you work out before or after your lemon water and when do you Yeah, yeah. how much and, and it was so granular because I was so granular and now I don't care at all about what they're eating or you know what their wellness routines are really you know that's interesting sometimes but mm-hmm. I care more about creativity and what their work is and what they're excited about and I like the conversation to just unfold like what we're doing right now and I don't know, I'm learning a lot about interviewing, and I'm, I've, I think I've become a student of, of interviewers that I like a lot more in the last year, and studying Terry Gross, I actually heard Terry Gross say something where she was being interviewed and someone asked her, you know, you don't really interview entrepreneurs very often, it's mostly artists, it's mostly, you know, musicians, actors, directors, comedians, people like that and um politicians not so much but a little bit and she was like it's hard to talk to entrepreneurs without it sounding like an ad or without it sounding mm, like promoting, a se- promoting.
1: Business, yeah yeah
0: and she's like even when it's someone who wrote a book like yeah they're promoting their book but they're going to talk about the book so it's a bit different and she said she had had some entre- like she interviewed Steve jobs and she has done it but she tries to focus fresh air away from that and I thought that was really interesting because I was talking to entrepreneurs for a period of time almost exclusively like a lot about business and a lot about productivity and and I you know I like those interviews I think that I I love the archive that I have and I love that it's as robust and I love that I've committed to something for five years weekly Mm -hmm. I think that's my biggest thing I'm most proud of in my life Mm -hmm. and I studied journalism and I remember we had someone come in who worked at a newspaper, a daily newspaper, and he said, Honestly, some of the newspapers that we put out are good and some are not good, but, and parts of it are good and parts of it are bad, but we do it every single day. So you're bound to get some good ones and you're bound to get some bad ones. And I feel like that with my podcast. You know, there are definitely episodes I like better than others. There are definitely episodes that, I think, have great moments in them, but the episode as a whole isn't as strong. There are episodes that I listen through, and I'm like, that was great. I want them all to feel like that. Mm -hmm. But in general, I'm happy they all exist, and I'm never going to take the archive down, even Mm -hmm. though I kind of cringe at a few episodes and every season, but especially at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because of me, not because of the guests. Mm -hmm. But sometimes because of the guests' curation, maybe. Um, But in the end i'm again like i'm happy they exist and i'm also really happy about the trajectory of the podcast and like i'm 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 happy where it's gone and where it's going i'm excited about the the ones coming up that i've already recorded i'm excited about the ones that are on my calendar to record throughout the summer i just feel i have a lot of new ideas for the podcast that you know i want to do more mini series within let it out. So I'm going through a huge change with let it out. Like something big I'll tell you after, mm, but okay. something big is coming mm. in August for everyone listening. And that's really exciting. I'm just kind of changing and switching up and like going to launch something totally different. And with that, it'll be like new, th- I'll well, just, I'll say part of it, new things with the podcast. Like I want to do more round tables where we talk, where I get, you and someone else, and we talk about a particular topic, you know, mm-hmm. and we talk about self care, we talk about yeah. a particular thing, and we all kind of share something. And those are my favorite types of podcasts
1: to listen to recently so i want to that i was gonna that. ask you that so that's your preferred listening kind of podcast or like?
0: i think i mean i like them all i yeah. listen to so many things i love I, my influences have changed like i and you can tell through you know i was really into long-form comedy podcasts which kind of made the director of the show be super long because i was listening to a lot of pete holmes who records these two-hour conversations with other comedians and I was very influenced by that maybe a year ago. And now, you know, I, I've, I listen to a lot of fresh air. I listen to a lot, and I always have, and I listen to a, just a diverse group of podcasts. And so now I'm like, okay, maybe they don't need to be like two, three hours, but they definitely need to be more than a hour because I think as soon as 45 minutes comes, we kind of get the momentum going. And then sure. it's like, okay, and we're going to wrap. And I just think <laughs> the cutting it off inorganically like that never really floated my boat so yeah yeah I, I'm just excited to try new things I'm excited that I have this community of people who listen and I am excited that I you know the greatest thing that this has given me podcasting is it's really the new networking I think it's allowed me to from my apartment in Michigan meet so many people that have become real life friends or mentors or people I just wanted to meet, or their work was meaningful to me in some way, and that, now that I meet people in person, that's even more so, because I think you can only make, there, there are good interviews that I did on Skype that I really liked, and I think were able to be a real connection for sure, however, I think interaction with a person building the relationship for myself so anyone starting a podcast there's something that happens in person where it's a bit more memorable like I'm gonna Mm -hmm. remember today a bit more than I'm gonna remember last year when we recorded on Skype like I'm gonna remember that we had tea I'm gonna remember that Mike walked in halfway through I'm gonna remember that probably what the weather was like and maybe what I'm wearing and I have no idea about those details when we recorded over Skype. So sure. I feel like you become more memorable to someone. Anyway, I've just been thinking a lot about podcasting. because I don't know if I... Well, I sort of told you this. So I started doing podcast advising, which maybe people you, are listening. I knew you were going
1: to. I didn't know if you had started. Oh, I started great. doing yeah. it a bit
0: because out of the need of, like, I get so many emails of, like, What microphone do you use? How do you record in person? How do you record or escape? Where do you host it? How do you do this? How do you do that? And so I started consulting with people just because I was getting so many emails. And I, you know, like I have zero time. And then after that, I spent January till now. And this is the first time I'm saying this on the podcast, working on a online workshop about podcasting. That's
1: fantastic. Yeah, that's coming
0: out. People can sign up now.
1: Wendy's June. Do, when do you it's start, start in, June? in June? That's wonderful. It's gonna start
0: in June. And I've never had a paid offering on the site, other than my book, but I don't manage that. Like it's just on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble. I've never had to manage that. Yeah. So this is the first paid thing that people can people can buy mm. and it's the the price that you know, it's it's a lower price point than working with me one on one, obviously,
1: because you have a group working mm-hmm. together,
0: and it's a it, it's eight modules, so it's eight weeks. I guess but we're gonna take two weeks off, so it'll be ten, and you'll love this. So, Sasha and I met at the Hay House Writers Workshop, which. I won. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about that is they teach you how to write a book proposal, and they give you so much information. We honestly felt pretty overwhelmed.
1: (laughs) Yes, certainly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then the nice thing about it is there's this contest. So you actually have an incentive to take the information you learned and use it somewhat quickly. I think we had like nine months, something like that.
1: Mm, Less even. I think it was... We met in June around the solstice, and I was met in January. So six months or something. Yeah, six months, and then
0: you have Mm -hmm. an opportunity. There are three prizes, and the top one got a publishing deal with Hay House, which was me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then with this, I used that idea. So whoever I'm going to give them six months to take all the information they learn in the eight modules, and I interviewed nine different podcasters. But now it's. But I'm going to keep adding to that. So it's going to be like 12 or 13. Yeah. And I had, you know, Jess Lively, Jessica Mernan, the Being Boss podcast hosts. That's a retrograde podcast hosts. People who post... It's all in the website. But I interviewed all these different people. And they totally opened the kimono and said everything that they do. All the equipment, sponsors, wow. every single thing. And anyway, so that information and then I interviewed an audio engineer and a dialect coach for speaking and someone who works at Simplecast, where I post this and just Oh, so many this things. is
1: so good.
0: Thanks. And then uh, this is sounds like an ad, but this is very organic. I'm just kind of like telling my friend who I haven't That's seen in a while about this thing I made. So anyway, so after they do the eight modules, plus they'll get like two live calls with me and there's worksheets that we made of like the exact email template that I send to reach out to guests that they can copy and paste and an Excel tracker of like how I track the guests that I have on and who I want to have on and sponsorships and technology and all of the things and so they have all this information and then the incentive to to use it is that in six months or nine months or i haven't decided what the deadline is they can all submit to me whoever does the course and an episode of their podcast and i'm going to air whoever wins on this podcast channel so then they come in with it do you think it'll be good yes i hope people do it (laughs) I, i think they will I really hope because so, I worked yeah.
1: so hard on it and honestly burnt myself out in March So uh, I, I mean everybody seems to be wanting to do a podcast yeah mm-hmm. and it's I, like, if I'm in a coffee shop I hear somebody talking about really? starting one or that they want to start one and so I think okay, well, a, I'll, you'll have to make a, a little uh, flyer or something yeah in oh, that's a good say. idea I didn't even think about that yeah
0: well yeah I mean if you guys want to start a podcast definitely check it out honestly if even if I didn't make this I would say that because I when I was starting my podcast I had help my boyfriend at the time was really good at technology and he bought me my first microphone he lived in San Francisco and the Yeti microphone he was like you can only get this there I don't think that was true but um, (laughs) it was new back then in 2013 and He figured out the technology. He got me on Simplecast, which got me on iTunes and figured out all all of the things that I was too overwhelmed by so I could focus on the content, and that's what I want to be for other people because if I didn't have him, I never would have started my podcast because I would have been too overwhelmed by the specifics, and I would have just stopped, and that's why it's called Launch Pod. A launch pad for your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. My friend Carolina came up with that. Shout Uh, out to her. She uh, has Freaky Healthy Chocolate, which is very good, uh and also a good name, so she's good at naming things. (laughs) And she... It was her idea to make it a contest, too. Yeah. Which I'm... Yeah, I think it's a good Contests are good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think think it gets you, like... Because I know I'd just be overwhelmed and be like, I'll do that someday. You know? Mm. So... I don't know. Hopefully it'll be good and it'll be a club and there'll be a, you know, there'll be a Facebook group just for the people going through that. And I'm really proud of it. My friend Laura did made the website for, her, which is really beautiful. I'll show you after. And
1: and how many participants would you expect to have or hope to have? In, I, don't in I don't know. I don't know. I hope I mean, I hope anyone signs up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if no one signs up, you're going to have to do I'll it. I'll sign up. It'll be just but... you and I. <laughs> I don't know I worked really hard on it I went to Detroit to record that my my friend Clay is an audio engineer so I hired him to record the episode so unlike my podcast it's super polished and super edited and really I saw photos of that yeah yeah, you did yeah so that that took a lot of time and energy and it was a lot so I yeah I'm excited about it yeah
1: so that's what I've been working on. That's so good. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I know it. that people are kind of curious about what you what your st- next things are for the podcast, and you're keeping that a bit of a secret until August. But um, yeah, are you thinking about different things with work and like branching off and doing your own thing? Is that all part yeah. of the... well, yeah? Well, the... yeah. It's. I mean it's 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 been my goal forever. I just I think
0: what's good is to not put the pressure on myself of. I have to do it by this date. And that feels a lot cozier to me. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll just leave it, th- like, coming soon. I think it's important to say, like, I have a full-time job and I do all of this on the side, which I've never really right. talked about too much on the podcast just because, you know, I just... It's just not that interesting, I think, to talk about how busy you are and talk about how much, like, how little time I have. Like, I just think that's not that... It's not that fun and interesting to talk about how busy we are and I think it's sometimes we glorify busy. Certainly, yeah. And I don't yeah. think it's a badge of honor if anything it's something I'm not proud of and mm. I want to change. I want to have more white space. I want to figure out, you know, a way to to be less busy, but also at the same time I I make it work. It's a it's a season. I think seasons are really important to talk about. Like I'm in a really busy season right now. And so are you and we just But we also know that we're going to rest at some point, Yeah, you know, and maybe I don't know when that is exactly. Well, maybe there
1: needs to be, uh, instead of thinking at this end goal of rest is that there's rest periods all along. And self-care
0: sprinkled in, Yeah, you know, like to me, this is self-care, like Mm -hmm. sitting here drinking tea with you, even though it's, I guess, sort of work for both of us. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a, you know, the eye of the storm, like there's working and rest, Throughout all of... We're, like, we started the conversation of, like, how can we work in self-care even though you're, you have a million weddings and so much happening in your life? Yeah. You're still making time for your relationship, for yoga, for these things that are priorities in
1: our life, yeah. you know? And trying to not do all those distracting things. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that we probably have in common, is that there are so many distractions and... I am certainly not a linear person, I don't, I can't just sit at my desk and work for eight hours, I don't work that Same. way, so, you know, I'm really distracted very, very easily, and it's like yeah. trying to be, not be distracted by things like Facebook, because yeah. that's kind of boring in a way, you know, it's not, I mean, sure, like you, but it becomes, a, it becomes boring, I yeah. think, so it's finding other ways to take a break, Yeah. because I think I use Facebook sometimes as a break. Yeah, away from my what I'm doing, but it's better to get up and stretch or go for yeah. a walk or do some knitting. Yeah, editing. for me, it's Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like... I think I heard the author... You know Danny Shapiro? That name's incredibly familiar. You would I like her book. stuff. She wrote this book called Devotion that I really loved, but she's written a, a bunch of books. And she was saying that she used to be a smoker, and so she's a writer, obviously. But when she was a smoker, her breaks her cigarette breaks were a break like she wasn't on her computer yeah where now her break is checking Facebook and then she she wrote this great essay I'll try to find it but she kind of followed her trajectory of a break and it started at she was writing and she needed a break so she went to Facebook and then she remembered that she hadn't paid her son's camp tuition and so then she went to the email to find the camp tuition, and then she realized she needed to upload a photo of her son to the camp page, and then she had to go through all of her photos on her computer. She started to get really nostalgic, then she started to feel and it was like this whole <laughs> trajectory of like, that was a break? That's like work and feeling yeah. feelings, and like, that was not a break. Yeah. You know? So it's That's interesting. Very and, th- and, and for me, like, in those in-between moments, I'll start mindlessly scrolling on Instagram, mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of interesting... And I'm glad that's something I've I've started to incorporate in every episode of the podcast, asking people about their relationship to social media and our phones in general. Yeah. There's a great book right now that I have on my list to read. It's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Okay. And I haven't read it, but it's one of those things that even from the title, you're like, I need that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, and I find myself... It's okay to look at Instagram. It's okay... To do that, but I don't want to do it unconsciously. And I've been finding a lot of people, like in the Adam J. Kurtz episode, he mentioned that a lot of people don't manage their delete it from their phone and have someone else upload their stuff. Or, you know, for me, it's fine. I just don't want to mindlessly scroll. I don't want to do it when I'm in line. I rather just look around, mm-hmm. you know. But I I find that I often like what I do is I look at my phone. I first go to texts, and if I don't have any of those, I go to email, and then I like make sure everything's good there. And I go to Instagram and it's like a whole nother inbox with my messages. It's, it's scrolling and it's just, you know, and then I get into comparison and I, and sometimes it makes me feel great. And I see a lot of, you know, expanders and I see a lot of inspiration and I see my friends and it's lovely. But then other times it's just like, oh, I should do that too. Or, Oh, I forgot about that. Or, Oh, I should, you know, and it just, it doesn't make me feel good at the end. So if I can do it for, like, a set amount of time, or I can do it, you know, when I'm like, okay, I need to go on here, I need to do this one thing, and then I can go and look at my friends, and I can, like, type in Sasha's name and go see what she's doing instead of just, like... You know, plus with the algorithm, too, you're, yeah, you're it's not just, even... It's, it's not even chronological, it's, yeah. so... And it's designed to make you want to stay. Like, these right. things are designed to make you care about numbers, and they're designed to... They're like designed by engineers of our minds to make it to change. Like the, they know our neurochemistry, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an it's a fascinating
1: one. Yeah, really and we is.
0: don't even know how yeah. these things are affecting our brains. We don't. We know how they're affecting our postures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tech neck. Yeah, we talked exactly. about that in some Tech-neck. podcast this year, totally. and in the Lacey Phillips episode, which yeah. if people listen to that, she mentioned that in silicon valley people are going back to flip phones because they know like how dangerous these are
1: yeah for it Who knows? yeah yeah i've started a thing where i i now have a business instagram page for my weddings oh, and cool. it's um and i'm very mindfully going to it once a day in the morning adding a adding a new picture mm-hmm. a day because i want to be on Consistent. top of it yeah but i don't want to be sitting there scrolling all yeah. day, and it's it's actually really working good yeah so I'll do a whole bunch of preparation ones ahead of time in yeah. one go in one sitting, and then post yeah. them. And I'm doing them, you know, like I'm trying to make it look beautiful as yeah. well. So, but it's a, but it's so that's helping and being away. And I don't have Facebook on my phone, so when we were away, I didn't look at my computer, so there was no Facebook. And it, oh, I almost need that. I need a complete pull away from it. So that then I'm like, oh well, today it was yeah. easy to just check it once, but yeah. Do you
0: ever use that app, Self Control?
1: You've told me about that, mm-hmm. and I haven't figured it out. I'm, I'll you know. help
0: you. You just download it, and it you can put any website you want. So if you oh. you can put Facebook, you can put Twitter, you can put whatever. You can put your email if you like were trying to write or something, and then you can say how long so you can do 15 minutes to, you know, 5 hours or something and you type in the password of your computer and it won't let you go to it would, if you try to go to that website, it will say, you know, you can't.
1: That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I should try that. Mm-hmm. Can you just do good. it for one day to test it out or do you, is it
0: You I don't even think it's paid. It's free.
1: No, I mean or is it you do it and then it that tells you that for the you could do
0: it however many hours okay. like you could do it fifteen minutes okay only. that's really good yeah. <laughs> actually
1: yeah yeah you could do that's yeah. what I usually do is yeah. like
0: yeah
1: there's a podcast you probably know it uh, Note to sell you'd really love it yeah she just did a whole series on women and their relationship with social media cool I think I think you'd love the whole series yeah. It's really I need to really cool. yeah yeah but um, she she had people just take things off their phone and have like a, a cool. media fast a social media fast and stuff like that that's it's, cool it's I need to listen to that yeah I mean Julia Cameron talked about that in the, in the artist way right like but it was before social media yeah. it was just a media break so it included not even reading real books yeah and now when I think about taking a social media break it's like well I, I still want to read real books mm-hmm. you know like yeah like hold books in my hand and I don't I don't feel like that's books the same books are thing. media in the same way no no I agree yeah. yeah. It it's so interesting you brought
0: up the artist way. I was I was kind of hoping you would. Oh. <laughs> weirdly. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I on so it was the new moon on Saturday, I think. Yeah. And I just decided for no reason I'd had a really stressful week last week, because so when I fell and hurt my arm really bad and I was I was gone for an entire week. I visited my friend in in Boulder and then I went to Columbus to visit Simi and and I had traveled basically all of March. I was, I was traveling for work and, and a million things. And that was when I was in the hospital. So it was just like a lot the last yeah. couple months. And so I got back on Sunday night from Columbus with this hurt arm and just kind of like, okay, I think this is a signal I need more self-care. And so I decided I, I wrote a book on journaling and I couldn't think of the last time I journaled. And so,
1: I was gonna ask you about that.
0: Yeah, so I decided just on a whim. Oh, actually, my friend Christine, who did the podcast, who's the YouTuber, she was turning thirty in March. Um, in, in March, and so she decided to do thirty days vlogging, and it was really interesting for her. It like brought up a lot of creativity. It just it was hard. It was a really big challenge to do something every single day for 30 days. And she was like, I recommend that mm. to committing to that to not forever, but for anyone with their art, I think a friend of hers was doing it with music where he was going to write a song for 30 days, every single day mm. just to, to do it. And he's not gonna do that forever. But, mm. and so that I was hearing that and I was like, oh, I would love to do something like that. And so I was like, I'm going to commit to morning pages for 30 days the actual way not you know i've, I've done i've dabbled with like 750 words yeah like, really? or just like know. i'll do i'll do it for whatever time i have or yeah. you know i'll write for 10 minutes or something but i'm actually doing i have a legal pad front back front for 30 days and again i don't know it's that was sunday but i've done it every morning mm. since then and today's so good so
1: thank you it's funny it really is funny how we're kind of in sync about mm-hmm. a lot of things. But this morning I woke up and, and wrote by hand, which I haven't done for a long Same. time. I've been doing it on my computer yeah. a lot more. And I just, yeah, I was doing that too. Mm-hmm. I was following 750 words and I got to something like 248 days and then I missed a day. And I was so mad because I'd been going for the badge and then I just haven't written since then. Yeah. So I picked up. Um, it wasn't really that intentional, but I just started writing about how after having such anxiety dreams, about how, what I need to do to maintain a sense of calm and balance Mm. and not get these, this kind of sleepless nights. And one of the things that came up in my writing was how much I appreciated the time when I first did The Artist's Way. And it was... When was that? It was... um, but I I realized that it was actually shortly after the book came out. I didn't realize at the time cuz oh, it wow. it seemed like it had been out for a while but When was that? It was um I think the book came out in the mid 90s and I this was about 99 that I did wow. it. And I think that it was about I'm get maybe slightly off, but I feel like it was the first time I'd been living in this apartment with no roommates. Cool. Like it was the first time I was here alone and I had this lovely ritual. I just Woke up every morning. I had a cat, and I would get up and make myself a pot of coffee on the this Italian stovetop coffee thing, which I don't do anymore. But fire water now. Now it's fire water. But I would <laughs> we'll get up, recipe, do that, the lunch, yeah. and then get back into bed with my notebook and my cat. Yeah. And oh, it was just so beautiful. And write and write and write. And I would go way past the three pages or the twenty minutes, and it was so amazing. And it opened up such a lot for me. Yeah. And I was kind of felt myself this morning craving mm. exactly that. So it's funny that you are doing and, that. Yeah. It's and
0: like, we both yeah. had the anxiety dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it's for dreams in particular, Nicole from slended spoon has inspired me a lot with dreams and like working with your dreams and thinking about your dreams. And, and just she, she has such an interesting perspective around that. So I find that really helpful, like talking about my dreams and writing about them. And if I don't do it first thing in the morning, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So that's usually how it starts if I'm doing the the morning pages first thing in the morning. And I've been trying to do them more first thing in the morning or this week. It's just worked out that way because usually or, or often I've been like going to a class in the morning, but I haven't been able to because of my arm, oh,
1: right. which is Which opposite is it?
0: Left, Left thank okay. God. Yeah. Um, so yeah so that's actually you know maybe it's a time where like I need to slow down a bit yeah. and I
1: yeah I what don't know what does Louise Hay say about the arm have you looked I just around? need to look at yeah. that I should yeah. look at that
0: I know left side is like masculine side right and it's like I always have to do a little something like that
1: yes yeah I think so I should look that up but anyway so left brain though left brain is more masculine I think it's the yeah. right side, of, but it's a, the left side of your body, so that's the opposite. Mm. Yeah. and anyway, We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Unclear. Someone's listening going, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Someone will tweet at us. But yeah, but yeah I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm taking this as like, okay, I'm about, it's about to be my birthday in a couple of weeks, and maybe it's just a time where I need to, to slow down a bit. And, mm. and I, I have a lot of anxiety, actually, about my arm. Like, mm-hmm. I hope it heals. If anyone knows anything about the radius bone on your arm and how to heal your arm, it's... I'm like, oh, everything that's been in my body that's been a pain has healed, mostly. Like, I still have pain in my knee. That's, like, a thing that I'm probably going to have, and mm-hmm. it's and it's fine. But everything else that I've been worried about not going away has gone away, you know? And I guess it's just... There's always that anxiety of, you know, I hope that this heals, and it will, but... So, it's kind of funny to see with the morning pages, like, it starts out kind of talking about my dreams, and then it kind of talks about my anxieties, whatever, wherever my anxiety's pooling that day. Typically, it's, like, you know, my body, either, like, a body image thing, or, like, lately, it's the will my arm ever heal thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And then it's, you know, usually, like, a relationship thing of some sort of, like, does this person that didn't text me back, do they hate me? Or like my actual like romantic relationship or, you know, and then it kind of swirls to be a work thing of some sort, And then it's a creativity issue. And then, and then once that's done, that's about one page, you start to get to like a little bit deeper layer of, you know, how I'm actually feeling and mm-hmm. where my emotions are. And then, then after that, it's like creative idea, remembering something that I wanted to do. and it really is beautiful to kind of see yourself self-soothe as you go down the page yeah. and yeah, you like camera new yeah. thing or two yeah. with that exercise. There's an exercise in my book, the first one. It's called the Morning Dump, right And it's essentially like has you do morning pages and then asks you a couple of questions that make it a bit more guided, which I like. Maybe we could all do that together. Like, everyone wants to commit to 30 days. Like, I I have a leg up because I've been doing it for four days now. But Mm. I I don't know. Yeah. We want to do that as a group. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Why not? And if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Right.
1: Because I'm probably going to miss a couple. (laughs) It's (laughs) fine. For a few years I did, I would do like whatever birthday I was coming to, I would count back the days before and do that many days of self-care, so oh. like 40 days before 40 and things Ooh, like that. Like, oh, I love so that. So you could do, I don't know, you could do it springboard from 27. Well, yeah. I don't know how many days to your birthday now, two weeks, is it? Or something, something like that. So, but you could, so I'll do a few I don't later. Know. I I'll mean, just, later. I like things, like little themes that you make up yourself and it doesn't yeah. really matter what they are, what number it is, but... You know you commit to nine days of yeah whatever whatever it that. is it's really
0: okay it's, i'm gonna start yeah. i'm gonna do that now at least okay. the the days till my birthday yeah a self-care thing every day yeah
1: and then i was thinking about the the physical act of of handwriting is a really important thing for nowadays where mm-hmm. we're just kind of using our thumbs and yeah posture and all this stuff I think it's a really good thing to just do something that's not screen related first thing in the morning yeah I agree I had been when I got to
0: the wing where I work from our coffee shop I would write I have a big document in my computer just a word document that I put the date and where I am and the time and I just go back to it every once in a while and it's really long and robust even though I start it again every single year and That's where I was doing a lot of my journaling, and it is nice to have that cataloged somewhere for Mm -hmm. some reason, even though I don't really go back to my writing. But it is nice to have that there. But I think there is something to that hand to paper movement, and it slows you down more. Like, I'm a really fast typer, so yeah, exactly. Same, it slows me enough to slow my thoughts down, even when like today I was like, I was kind of in a rush, I didn't have a lot of time. Nick is here and I just have like a lot going so I was like should I even be doing this but it, having that thought and writing that thought down was slowing me down Where when I'm meditating sometimes I can I can see the thoughts go boom 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 but it doesn't slow them down where journaling it forces you to slow them down if you're handwriting if I'm typing it doesn't but I'm actually like following the thoughts and just actually writing them down which is I don't know why, I don't know the science, but it has to be good for us, right? To yeah. slow that down.
1: Yeah. I felt really nourished from my morning Me too. scribbling this Me morning too. and it, it
0: Clarity. Yeah. It's it's yeah. self awareness and clarity that that I gained from it that I think it I don't really get from anything like quite like that. I I, I came out from today's session with a list of things I wanted to talk about with different people in my life, things like things I hadn't thought about or just ideas. I I have this list that I'm going to like bring to dinner with, with Nick after this and just that I would never have brought up with him because I just didn't have the awareness. I'm moving so quick that I didn't even, I didn't even think of, you Mm -hmm. know, and I wouldn't even realize or remember. And it just, yeah, that slowing down, is so
1: helpful especially when you have a lot on on your plate. Yeah. yeah. You just reminded me I uh, recently purchased this gift for Mike and I I I, and it, I forget the name of it but it's a it's a Dutch company and the it's a it's a game. It's called a game but it's really a just conversation starters. Oh my god, I want it. And it's so cool. it, it, each card has a question that you ask your partner. Cool. There's a there's one for a group of people as well, but yeah. this one is specifically for a partner, and it's. Will you uh, send
0: me the thing? I will,
1: yeah. and it we we just got it, so we just like did it very casually. Yeah. Recently, but it was uh, there's ways of saying like, what do you think that I would say cool. about this and oh, things like that, oh, I'm and, so it's, and it's so this. nice because it's just. First of all, there's no screen, and it's just a. a in relationship especially when when established relationships it's very easy to get into talking about stuff and things you know did you do the trash yeah yeah Yeah. and so it's it's just a really a really lovely thing and I haven't yet delved into it that much but I I just love the idea of it I think we talked about this did you guys do the New
0: York Times um, 21 it was in a New York Times thing it's like 21 questions to make anyone fall in love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. there was this modern love essay that came out years ago, and I'll try to find it and put the link in the show notes. But essentially, they are maybe you remember it better than I do, but there was like a scientist who figured out or said to claim to figure out the 21. I don't even know if that's the number, but it's something like that yeah. 20 some, or maybe it's more than that questions that if people go through, it makes anyone fall in love. And anyway, this Modern Love column came out as a podcast episode when Nick and I first started dating... And we hadn't said I love you yet. It was maybe like a, like a month in or something. We both listened to it. And we were like, we should do these questions. Let's do the questions, whatever. It'll be funny. It'll be fun. Hmm. But it took us forever because we would do one and then we would talk about it forever. And, and I was kind of rationing them too because I thought the big payoff was like, oh, they're gonna he's going to tell me he loves me <laughs> like after these. And I remember going to L.A. to visit my friend Amanda and she... And her boyfriend were like, oh, my God, like, how's it going, that new guy? Because they had met him early on, like, before they moved. And I was like, yeah, it's great. And they were like, did you say I love you yet? And I was like, no, 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 but, like, it's scheduled to happen as soon (laughs) as we finish these questions. (laughs) And it's so funny because we hadn't finished the questions. And I remember him, like, saying he loved me. And obviously it was, like, the most amazing moment. And I think I was, like, sweaty because it was just, like, you know, you get butterflies. And it was, like, so great. But there was part of me that was like... Ah, oh, shoot! With the questions, like we we didn't, haven't finished the questions yet. Like I was, I was looking forward to the, and and he was. And he, I asked him about it, and he was like oh I never even thought of that like I never so thought of sweet. doing the question like that that, that was going to be when we said I love you because yeah. like, I was like I thought we both were like going to do the last <laughs> question and then it was we was just going to be standing there like the movie and like and then it would happen so, yeah So and then the way it happened was like we were just like lying in bed and just like happened like organically which is better but yeah. in my mind it was like we're it just, it just speaks to me and like my oh, like neuroses. I really love that Yeah,
1: but everyone should do those if they haven't, just because they're fun conversation starters. Thank you for reminding me about that. I I married a couple once who did those early on in their relationship. I don't think they'd even really hardly started dating. Yeah, did that, and it's like it's lovely. It was. I give my couples questionnaires to fill out, and they they're sending them to me, but it's and they're sitting there doing them. Separately. Separately. And they're not sharing their answers with one another. And it's always so interesting to get the perspective on yeah. how they met, how they fell in love. And and oftentimes, the date, even the actual physical date is different from one and the That's other. And then so what funny. they did is completely different. and That's really, so cool. It's so good. Yeah. I love that so yeah. much. I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah there's Cheryl... Miller Hauser, who did the podcast, she made the documentary about Detroit. She's, mm, that was she's, a lovely one. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Her son made an app that just launched this winter, and we had dinner one one night this this winter and she told me, she's like, oh yeah, he's at my, my son made this app. The launch party is this weekend in Brooklyn. If you want to go. And I was like, oh cool. What's the app? I was just like, oh, so su- support her son. And she's like, it's called the entertainment. I think it's, we think it's based off of the infinite jest like reference. Cause Nick is always reading that, that amazing, massive book. And there's like something in there called the, inter- the, the, the actual, whatever. I'm not going to get into infinite jest, which I haven't read. And, <laughs> um, would take us the entire podcast but there's it's a reference to the title but it's it's a conversation starter game or it's not a game it's just a ton of questions but they're all in different categories I'll show you on my phone it is on a screen but it sounds kind of similar to it's for groups it's for anything but there's funny ones there's serious ones we've been doing it when we were in Arizona we had a lot of long car rides and we were doing it And it was so much fun. Because as soon as we finished the New York Times questions, we were just like, we need more of these. These are so fun. And it's so fun to go to dinner. I've been doing another thing now where I've kept on my iPhone in the notes section um, little documents. And one of them is things. to. We have this thing we call with each other pod club where it's basically it started off with things I learned in podcasts that week that I wanted to tell him about and him vice versa. And so I'd be like, I got this one. There's so many podcasts like you do this American Life this week. I'll do Fresh Air. We'll chat about it at dinner. You know, oh, I like, love that. Yeah, which yeah. is great, and it's fun because it's like we're talking about something that's not, you know, about logistics of like when are you when's your ticket getting in? Okay, I'll pick. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. it's actually talking about the world and then reacting to it, and it's it's fun. And now I keep this document. It's evolved not just podcasts, but like something I read in a book, something I overheard in a coffee shop, something Sasha told me, something whatever I want to tell him because if I just earmark it for myself I'll forget and then at dinner we end up just talking about like you know what's happening directly in front of us and so that's been nice and then I'll also ask put in their questions like just things I'm curious about and it's been really great and so I started doing it I did it for my mom and I think it's a great thing to do for our parents Mm. of every time I feel like I'm with my parents i just end up talking about really surface level things and maybe it's not like that for everyone or maybe people who see their parents more it's not like that for everyone of like how's your job you know what's this and you know i feel like it, it was for a while it was like the same few questions with my with my mom it was like what's your email what's your how's your insurance like you know mm-hmm. like a few like little things how, how's your laundry? Like, you, Do you have any stains you need help with? You know, I don't know. And uh, instead of just talking about those things, I was like... I wrote down some questions, that like c- things I'm curious about, about her history, about mm. what it was like when she was younger. Or I, rem- I wrote down just this one funny thing that happened to me in my childhood that only she would understand. And, you know, recently when I was with her, I brought it up, and it was such a delight to laugh about it because only... This per- we don't have that much, you know, in common maybe from, you know, as some people do with their parents, but it, this thing we could just sit and laugh about, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a delight. And so I highly recommend that in your iPhone because it's something you always have with you. So when you're actually with the person, you'll have it and so you wherever you, you are. you write some notes
1: or something? In the
0: notes section. Yeah. And I have one of like, it's literally called Questions for Mom questions for nick things to tell nick things to tell mom like Mm -hmm. and i've done it for other friends now too where it's just like you know i'll probably have one for you like i'm not going to see you for a while and 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 i also make a point talking speaking of friendship i think it's really good when i'm when i think of someone i'm trying now to text them right away i do that too Yeah. yeah Or send because, a postcard. I can't yeah. Really into mail and you're really it. good. I, I love that. like, So Tasha listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. and she's she's the best about that. You send me in through text the emoji. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where else to put it actually. Which makes me so happy. You're the only listener who does that. <laughs> not, not many have my number, but um, well, actually anyone can I'm not gonna say it here but uh anyway
1: I feel like if I were to post the emoji somewhere else then someone else could just cheat and copy that's true okay yeah. great so that's
0: great <laughs> anyway so Sasha always texts me the emoji and it's great because I can be like what do you think of that one and we have this little you know and it's nice and I know that you're thinking of me and so I'm trying to like if I if I see something that makes me think of you I, I send you a photo or I do that right away and I think having this in my phone is kind of the same way of when I think of it right away especially like with Nick it's like I don't want to. I'm in between calls for work, or I have to get to a meeting, or I have to record a podcast, and I think of this deep question to ask him. I'm not gonna text him that right, right. then. I want to like save that for when we like are out to dinner or on a walk or something, or on the phone, you know, even because we're we're long distance. But I, if I don't write it in my phone, I'll forget it, and then we're on the on the phone or whatever. And sometimes that we're we're on a conversation, and I don't want to go there. I don't want to like have the deep thing. But sometimes I do, and I'm glad, happy to have the option. I'm not forgetting it. I'm putting it somewhere. So yeah. that's been, like, the best thing that I've thought of for myself. It's almost creative in a way because it's, like, I can be on the subway listening to something on a podcast, and I can transcribe it. So I, it helps. I learn kind of by teaching, you know? So mm-hmm. if I learn something on a podcast, it will help me remember better and... and it will infiltrate my life more if I share it with you and talk to you about it. Uh, yeah, I, I know? agree with that. Yeah. So that's been helpful. I really like that. It's like probably the best thing I've done for myself this year.
1: I love that. Yeah. It's, it's that and the game that I was describing in the 21 mm-hmm. questions and this app. It They feel like really nice response to the, the screen time only and only communicating via yeah. screens and stuff. It's, 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 it's a return to, to a deeper conversation, conversation which yeah. is
0: which is like bringing it back to podcasting. It's like, why is this such a welcomed phenomenon? Mm-hmm. It's not new technology. It's actually quite old. I did a lot of research for this launch pod course where, you know, podcasting has been around actually for a long time. And really, it's just talk radio, which has been around since the 1920s. Right.
1: Which everybody thought was going to die. At right. That point. Yeah. But I
0: think we're starved for... Not for conversation, but for conversation intimacy, mm-hmm. and I think what we get in life is these little pockets of, you know, surface level conversations like sound and soundbite type, sound type. Bite type yeah. conversations and we're craving this, you know, what we're having right now, hopefully, and what I have hopefully on the podcast, and what we'll take as listeners, what I'll take as listeners when I can't have intimacy myself, I almost get a hit of that by hearing other people have a deep conversation. And I hear someone else talk about their childhood, it's like, oh, maybe I could bring that up with my loved one or my, like, you know, friend. Or maybe I could go there with someone because I heard somebody else that, like, kind of is an expander to know that that's an option to talk about or, or to consider in yourself, you know? It, it kind of can be your mirror to be like, oh, I've never... Whenever I'm listening to a long-form conversation conversation and someone's talking about something in their childhood, it makes it intuitive to question, oh, what was that like for me? Did I ever have anything similar? Oh, mine is really different than that. That's interesting as well, you know?
1: It, it yeah. forces us to, like, see ourselves in them. It's, it's yeah. interesting. I listen to podcasts, like... All day, I could just back to back listen to them yeah. when I when I'm not writing. Like I, I I'll just do that, walking around, doing pottery, yeah. whatever. And I love it so much. And sometimes I listen to them on one and a half speed, I so I can too. speed more more. more. I know <laughs> it's great. But I I love um, Desert Island Discs, which mm-hmm. I know I shared with you, and just oh, Kirsty Young. to do is, that. Ah, oh, Kirsty Young is such a great interviewer. She's just, and I I cry at all of them, and I just become so deeply emotionally involved with them, and. One of the things that I think about when she talks about could you handle being on a desert island, mm-hmm. and I actually like being alone. I'm pretty good with my own uh, time and and stuff. However, if I couldn't have podcasts to listen to, I don't know if I really would like yeah. it that much. Yeah, you know, it's so sort of,
0: interesting. Yeah. Like when I met Nick, we started we like bonded over podcasts, and he said, <laughs> I think this is like a quote of his mom's or something. But he was like. I don't trust people who don't listen to podcasts, <laughs> and I can say this here because everyone listening listens yeah, to podcasts, yeah. so it's not like offensive. But I right. think if you've maybe said that in the world, perhaps it is. But I don't know. Maybe I agree. And yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. I guess, I guess it's just it's a welcomed phenomenon, and I don't know. I just, I just love, I just love podcasts. I think it's good to be alone with your thoughts too. I find that sometimes it's I. There's nothing like walking around New York City listening listening to music either. Like I also really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts a lot more, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't even. There's so many options, and I want to listen to so many that I just have to turn them off and listen to music. And that's been that's been good for me too. And I've had
1: almost the opposite. Like really? I can't figure out what I want to listen to music yeah. wise, and there's so much to podcast. And, so. and yeah. I have so many podcasts that I'm subscribed to, so they just kind of yeah. run into each other. And...
0: I think sometimes, and you don't have this for sure, but I will have to concentrate on where I'm going and music is easier for that, because I'll get distracted in a podcast. Yeah. So like If I'm like trying to figure out, like, oh, where am I uptown? Downtown? Like, music's better because I'll miss something in uh-huh. the podcast and I'll have to go back. But what I've done a little bit and I want to have more time to do this because it's been the most nourishing thing for me is I'll do the opposite of the one and a half which I also also do sometimes but do half I'll do a half wow. where they sound like they're drunk which is really yeah funny. and <laughs> I've been taking notes okay so I've been like kind of
1: annotating them you've, I you've guess. mentioned that taking notes and I love yeah. that idea I just tend to be doing don't yeah, and, usually, and, the, and usually you know,
0: I am too. And if yeah, it's a conversation yeah. like the one we're having right now, like I don't think people need to be taking notes on right. this one by yeah. any means. But every once in a while, I'll I'll have a podcast where I'm learning so much, or I'm just, and sometimes that's just on the subway writing stuff in my notes section for Pod Club with Nick, or you know, just to mm-hmm. have quotes that I like that I maybe want to share that are helpful to me. But every once in a while, I'll sit with my notebook and a cup of tea and just i did this like i I had a really long um lift line ride in la and i was stuck in traffic forever and i was getting carsick if i read you know so i i listened and i kind of annotated things that i wanted to remember more because it's like the same thing it helps me learn that's like how i would learn Yeah, yeah you know so i don't know it's interesting
1: I like when I'm studying Spanish too. I like to write the words down as well as listening and saying. Yeah. Like I feel like there's something extra that you get from
0: yeah, like,
1: hand to page kind of yeah, thing. for sure. Yeah,
0: this is funny. It's, we're kind of touching a lot of like we brought it back to hand writing, like yeah. Julie Cameron and the podcast. It's all yeah,
1: yeah. Do you keep a hand like a notebook in yeah, walk I always or is have. Phone
0: stuff? I always have one with me when I walk around, but I don't know. I don't like pulling it out on the subway it's harder so I'll just use my phone if I'm like wanting to write something Mm -hmm. on the go but I usually carry I always have like one notebook at a time that's my notebook yeah and then
1: you know I'll I'll cycle through those because they go pretty quick especially if I'm doing morning pages I know you were into audiobooks a while are you still there or are you back with the reading i know you you tend to go back and forth Mm, i do both i do both i
0: like audiobooks because i love listening while i'm walking like there's something about especially when i not when i'm you know trying to figure out where i'm going but and that's been i really like this audio i'm listening to one right now and i'm i'm also kind of reading it it's called breaking the habit of being yourself have you read that no by dr joe Dispenza. Maybe he's not a doctor. Unclear. Joe. Dispenza. Maybe he has a PhD. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, Joe Dispenza, and it was such. A, it was so funny how this book came up for me. A, a couple people I when I was in L. A. in March, my friend Val, who's done the podcast, recommended it. My friend Misty recommended it, and they were just like, "You get. You have to read this book. You have to read this book." And they they really made a case for it, and I was like really excited to start it. And then I went. Home. I got home, and I was back in New York, and I looked, and I had the book, and I had I had already bought it. Like, I don't know when, but okay. it, I already had it on audio and mm-hmm. in person. Oh. It was very bizarre. I didn't know that I had it. Like, I didn't even recognize it. So that was kind of cool and bizarre. So I started listening to that, and I really enjoyed taking notes on that, and then kind of, kind of sharing what I learned in real time with Nick has been great, because it, it's a book that he would just never read. Like, it's not his cup of tea, but I can kind of tell him stuff from him and he's like oh yeah that, that makes sense I can mm. get behind that and that's it's not that it, he needs to validate it but it's just fun for me to teach someone what I'm well, learning because yeah. I'm excited
1: you know and he does the same and for me and it helps it go in more into yeah. your you're telling
0: about and he it. does the same for me with like whatever he's reading or or listening to I like learning from him I'm like I'm not going to read Infinite Jest it's just like not something I want to do but I like knowing what it's about and yeah, yeah. hearing about it from you you know?
1: I've gotten like that with The New Yorker. I used to read it, but I just don't have time to read it anymore. Yeah. All the articles are so long, and Mike reads it, and he sort of That's fills great. me in the... Yeah. yeah.
0: There's only so much... There's a lot more content now than there so used to be. So much more
1: content, yeah. So
0: we need to help each other out here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Even just walking around Barnes & Noble, I'll just be overwhelmed because I want to read every book. I know. But there's just not I time. I know, but we're going to die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's funny when you were talking about... Um, kind of having all this recorded content of your conversations and stuff my best friend Sally and I when we were very very young talked about like I remember just I, I for some reason this conversation stuck in my head but I was like imagine if you filmed your whole life and then we'd be like imagine how long that would take to watch you know and just like leg slappingly thought that was so hilarious <laughs> but this true it's like you when do you get it's to like actually like take it all in it yeah. is like boyhood yeah like yeah you should just have a personal link
0: letter make a movie of your life exactly
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm gonna look at my notes. All right, maybe we okay, do some quick see. fires and then yeah. save the what? next, the rest for twenty nine. Well, yeah, 20, yeah, twenty eight. Am I turning? Yeah, I'm turning twenty eight.
1: I am actually very curious about who your dinner party idea because every time you ask that question, I'm always like, oh, I know who I'd have. And, and really, like a, I want to know who you. Well, and then be. I, you know, they, it changes all the time. Yeah, but the only two consistent uh-huh. people who would be at that table. No matter what, who the the other guests are, and I and you say you ask people for five, and I say, well, I'm having ten.
0: um
1: But Kirsty Young, who's the host of Desert Island Discs, has to be there, and Keris Matthews, who's a she is a Welsh musician who was she was in a band called Catatonia in the '90s. But I love her Sunday radio show. She's a DJ. I just love her voice. Cool. And just so those two would be there. But who would be at yours? Like, or does that change for you? I don't as know. Well? Did we do this one last year? I don't remember. if I don't we, think did. we did. I don't think we did. Yeah. So
0: I wish that I could sit and think about that. But this is good. We'll just do this yeah. one every year, and I bet it'll change yeah. every year, or maybe it won't. But mine changes all the time. Yeah, I would definitely want Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. She's kind
1: of, you know, like she comes on my list sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love
0: her. I, I really love Tavi Gevinson. I think that she would. Great, and I would love to hear from her. I'd want you there, and I'm not just saying that because you're across from me. I really would. And I you I'd want
1: all the people who've been on your podcast, is, yeah, most of them. Um,
0: and I would really want you there. I would want. Um, I'd want Nick there. Just he's like really good with talking to people and like making me feel less awkward. <laughs> so I would just want him there. And, then, and it'd just be easier because I'd want to tell him about it after, and I'd just be frustrated that I'm <laughs> not able to explain it that well. So that that would be part of it. Oh, I thought of someone. Oh, I would really want... Um, oh, who was it? I just thought of someone who... Oh, Alanis Morissette. Okay. I'd really want... I, I just think she's really interesting, and I would like her to be there. mm. Who else? Maybe someone that I don't know, that I've never met before. That would be
1: kind of fun, right? Do you ever think about uh, people who are no longer alive? I sometimes go to that. Yeah. I, I yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Someone who's, who do I really love from history that, I don't, there's so, there's so many people. This is, this is hard. That's who came to mind first today. We'll yeah. leave it at that. No,
1: it's it's the impossible question. It's like on Desert Island Discs, the eight songs that you would take. Yeah. So I've it's done, an impossible question. I've, I've tried to do that. Yeah. Like last year, I wrote mine down just for fun. Yeah. We should do that as an when we do your episode, let's do it with each That'd other. Right? I just think it'd be fun. Yeah. Because I, I find that it's less about the actual songs, but mm-hmm. they're little springboards into why you chose those songs yeah like
0: let's to... do that like this summer fall yeah, that'd be great or winter when things think so. maybe we do like one like kind of light quick fire for each of us okay what what is the best thing that you've eaten in the
1: last week oh my gosh well we went to this we went two nights in a row to this peruvian little tiny peruvian restaurant in costa rica what's peruvian food like Oh, this was so good. I don't know if it's typical or uh-huh. not, but it was a tiny just outdoor space. It was, um, the kitchen was, I don't know if it was actually an airstream, but it uh-huh. was that kind of environment where the cooks are there on display, like, and a few outdoor tables. And partly, I think this is true with any amazing meal, but it's, this is not a quick fire answer, is it? No, <laughs> i think it's who you're with and how you feel and all that stuff but this food was exquisite and they did this uh vegetarian ceviche with oh i mean it just it had broccoli and it had hearts of palm and it had hearts of lots of onion and so much lime and it was oh Oh, we had that two nights in a row that sounds so uh, good everything else there was good but i can't describe it yeah i'll leave it at that how about you
0: I, I had a really good meal last night with Nick. We went out to dinner in the West Village because he had a portfolio review in the West Village. I'll tell you about it. It was good. But the one I really want to highlight is is because of the company and the, the, all of that, which was so good. I went to Colorado for the first time when I was there last week. And I was with my best friend, Amanda, and she's the closest thing I have to a sibling. And it was just her and I... And we sat outside because it was really warm, but it wasn't that warm. We sat by a fire outside, so we literally had fireside chat. And it was this beautiful restaurant called, oh, shoot, I should plug it here. Uh, It was called Shine, Okay, I think. No, yeah, Shine. I think it was called Shine in Boulder, Colorado. And... It was lovely. And they have these potions. Like, they make these, like, wellness mm. tonic-type potions. And they did mine warm for me. And I think hers was called Bubbles or something. And it was, it had, I think hers maybe had kombucha in it or something. So we drank those. And then we just sat for hours. And we had sweet potato fries that we dipped in, like, some sort of sauce that was really lovely. And I had a flight of sauerkrauts, basically. Like, one was kimchi. One had... Mm. One had spice one didn't and and that was lovely and we had yeah these sweet potato fries that were really good a side of vegetables that was just really good and it wasn't really even about the food it was just like nourishing and I had just been to a yoga class right before and she picked me up and we and it just felt great we talked about everything we caught up on everything Mm -hmm. and there's something about visiting a friend you haven't seen in a while where you know we talk on the phone every once in a while we voice text a lot which Nick and I do which I think is great but It's kind of like a personalized podcast for each other. But there's something about when you are staying with someone for those. It's like we don't have to get it all in. Like we could get it kind of in in pockets. And then at that dinner, we just kind of like filled in all the gaps of everything. And it was just a really, really lovely time. And while I was there, she cooked for me. And she's my favorite person to cook for me. Mm -hmm. You and her, actually. Because they just, she's just kind of intuitive with what she makes. And it's all really wellness. She makes these cookies that are so good it's like a almond butter situation wow. very good
1: anyway. yeah that's my favorite thing too about like visiting yeah dear friends they'll cook for you well no not the cook pot, but it's just that you don't have to get it all, in. It all in yeah and i had that that's it gosh
0: i've had a lot of good meals in last week i also went to visit simi my dear friend who's done the podcast too and she cooked for me Oh, she made these. You would love You've actually made this for me before. We had bowls. So she made quinoa and then she roasted some vegetables and then she made like a tahini avocado sauce that Ooh. we put on drizzled on it and we put some nutritional yeast on there and it was like
1: she made it, it more so formally good. a bowl than I do. I'm just like it's a bowl with food in it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that, that was that was so good. And yeah. and then one night we got tacos and that was also fun so yeah
0: anyway cool yeah a lot of good meals i
1: can't think of any quick fire questions you're going to have to be the supplier of them i guess that's, like a, i
0: think that we can end it there good, yeah. unless there's
1: <laughs> unless there's anything you think of well um. i can tell you that i just finished an amazing book oh okay and okay. i loved it so much and it's oh, yeah, called um, so. um if nobody speaks of remarkable things mm and I will get it because I've got to remember the author's name good okay it's so beautiful my friend Sally oh we're just reading Sally Sally and I have known each other since 1984 she She lives just outside of London in St. Albans John McGregor is the author If Nobody Speaks of Remarkable Things it's so beautiful it's a novel cool it's really beautiful would you like to borrow it I just yeah yeah, it's really I'm not going to take it today because I'm going to take it next time I see you okay because I know I'm not going to read it today yeah. I didn't want it to end. And it and I, and but I also read it really quickly, so I had yeah. A day and a half without a book to read on vacation. It was just ah, oh, just the writing style is exquisite and just You rationed it. I've done that with books. I didn't ration it enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Oh good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they got
0: yeah. free podcast and they've got two book recommendations at least. Yeah. A couple, you know, people talking for a while and hopefully this was this was fun for people. <laughs> I love that yeah. this is a, t- a tradition that we're doing. Yeah. I think this is good. I think it will, for me, it's just a scrapbook of, you know, selfishly. I think it's a good check-in. It's kind of like the state of the podcast for Let It Out, where I yeah. can kind of talk about the changes that have happened in the last year and the trajectory of what's coming up. And I think the biggest thing is I'm so happy that I have stuck with something this long, I'm really proud of that, but also that I've evolved and changed, and I love the new theme music, Yeah. and I love the new album cover, it just feels so much more me, or the other one, just, you know, like we were saying. for a chapter. And then exactly, like I changed so much in these past few years that I needed, you know, these elements of the podcast to reflect that, and what I'm changing in August will be even more so mm-hmm. reflective of where I am now, and and i'm just excited I'm, i i think change is, is maybe uncomfortable but doesn't have to be and maybe scary but doesn't have to be and and mostly excitement and fear are the same thing right oh, yeah. there's like that tweet that yeah. cheesy quote that i think it's like excitement or fear is just an excitement without
1: breathing oh i like that yeah yeah yeah. I would say that they kind of like oh, they're on the same line and yeah. they feel the same. But you know, if you can yeah. just turn breathe into the belly butterflies and turn yeah. it into excitement. I like to, yeah. to say that.
0: But. And it's kind of the same someone someone said once, I think it was Danielle Laporte, she said that why be overwhelmed when you can just be whelmed.
1: I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were talking about how many words we you don't that you don't use the other like so um oh. Ah like overwhelmed we don't use "whelmed." there's yeah. a lot of words like that you only That's use the one version um i'm gonna just never say we never say couth, couth. right yeah yeah because couth would be a compliment i guess if uncouth is not
0: right <laughs> i'm gonna start saying you're so couth <laughs> and i'm gonna start saying whenever i want to say i'm so overwhelmed i'm just gonna be i'm so whelmed right i'm gonna start saying that let's do that
1: Right, because people do say underwhelmed, so that's, that's true. it's like they're right in the
0: middle. That's, yeah. a, that's like a good place to I be. I guess it's not true that I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed, but I don't want to <laughs> be, so. I <I'm> mean, <laughs> <be. laughs>
1: it's a work in progress, that one.
0: Yeah. All right, anything yeah. else that. What, anything else we need to let out? Did we let it out? I
1: think we let it out. I think let's that's, that's do more returning to paper and pen, and I I will say that I feel much more comfortable in this conversation than a year ago, because I was sort of feeling like fear of being the interviewer last time. I was very nervous and we were also over Skype. Yeah, and, and I was, was also a, very ill. <laughs> you were ill. It was my first time and I was really nervous and I, I do like this this way of doing it where yeah. I haven't looked at the microphone so I kind of forget that it's there. So
0: it's, you know what's there. funny about this is I'm glad that we were not in person last year because you did the interview in the style of how I was doing them which was much more directed, much more you planning and having the questions and and directing it. Yeah. And not in person. And then this year, as soon as I started recording in person, I l- look at my notes a lot less because I'm making eye contact yeah. and there's a lot more to think about. So the conversation organically became more, you know, less directed, less questionnaire and more conversation. Yeah. And you did that this year yeah. because of yeah, so you did the style that I've been doing it in. exactly. So next year, who knows what you'll be doing? Right,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: you you can mirror it after like what the podcast has been each year. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah,
1: definitely. Right, and for the for the people who had questions, I think we've covered them without being very specific. Yeah, but I think we've covered. And if them. they have more, put them in the Facebook group. I'll answer them. Yeah, and
0: we'll do it. We'll do this again next year, and we'll have Sasha on again because we're we're due for a you conversation. Yes. Yeah. So put questions good. for her, too, in the in the Facebook group. She's in there. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Okay, that was my episode with me and Sasha. If you like this episode, please subscribe and rate the show. Share it with a friend. Maybe leave a review. That would be a nice birthday present if you would like to give me one and join the listener facebook group and sasha has done the podcast so that episode is in the show notes and she's doing her monthly or quarterly she does these cleanses i'm not exactly sure how often she does them but they're wonderful and they're not actually cleanses in the traditional word that you would think about cleansing they're really about nourishing yourself and she will explain all of that the link is in the show notes to that too I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. The emoji for this week's episode is, what is it? Uh, uh, we didn't plan this. Birthday cake? The birthday cake. This yeah. birthday cake yeah, yeah. the birthday cake. Yeah. The birthday cake. Okay. Send us that. Comment it on our Instagram. Um, I'm at Katie katydalebout. Talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. This episode is brought to you in part by something I use and love called acuity scheduling. It's like a personal assistant for your schedule, only better. With Acuity scheduling, people can quickly view your calendar in real time and from your availability, select the date and time that works best for them to meet with you. They can even pay in advance if they're booking a session with you and they can cancel or reschedule on their own without having to clog your inbox. With Acuity, you can instantly schedule with real time availability, meaning no double bookings and no more wasted time. You can set up automatic confirmations and reminders. And what I love most is that you can customize the colors and add your logo. Everything looks super sharp. To try it out, you can get an extended 45-day trial when you sign up totally for free at acuityscheduling.com slash let it out. To get that 45-day free trial, go to acuityscheduling slash let it out. This week's episode is supported by something called Fit Fab Fun. It's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but has a value for over $200. I don't even know how they do that, but that's amazing. And if you use the coupon code LETITOUT, that's Let It out you can get $10 off your first box, which you'll find at www www.fitfabfun.com I think it's a really interesting concept. It's really cool. This Fit Fab Fun box feels like Christmas four times a year when it comes in the mail and the products include everything from makeup to candles, accessories self-care products like a massage roller, travel products beauty finds it's really great and you can customize the products, add on what you want each season, it's different and it's a surprise and the thing that I really love is the membership also includes access to FitFab Fun TV which has a variety of workouts and meditation that you can do anywhere and I love that because I love to do workout videos at home I think it's so much fun and I really like fit fab fun and I think you guys will too just check it out again you can get ten dollars off your first box by using the code let it out at checkout that's let it out and the items include everything from Tarte Makeup, which is a natural makeup line I like, Juice Beauty, which you know I also really love. There's so many great things in there. It's really fun, and I think you guys will really like it. Thanks, FitFab Fun. The music you're hearing behind me now and all other original music in this episode is composed by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. The album art is by artist Zoe Harmon, and this podcast is produced and edited by Amanda Scharf and hosted by me, Katie Dilbao. Check out our website for show notes to everything mentioned.